It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Angie. We are in the Ulala Studios. Thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, we are. Angie, I wanted to, uh, to clarify something because we have the chance to have you. And you're not just Angie from The Rendezvous. You are also Angie from Angie and Fred. Yes. And I said because, you know, this is for us, The Rendezvous, a great privilege to have you. And oh, you're can so be, sweet. No, really, you, you bring such great energy and vibe and your insight. But so many people have asked me, what show is Angie doing in the morning? Ooh. Angie, can you tell us? Yes, I will tell you. What, is, what are you doing when, when I'm not here? Because <laughs> well, I am sleeping. Yeah. Angie goes back home after the show and wake up early and comes yeah. right back to the other studios. My so, fun 12-hour days. No, um, yes. for the Well, I've been doing radio for 22 years. For the last... Uh, wow, it's been nine years. I've been in Chicago. I do the morning show on 103.5 Kiss FM in Chicago. Fred and Angie in the morning. Yes. Um, and you can find us online as well. We're all the iHeart family. Yes, we which are. Which is the same family that has that houses us, the Abs- Rendezvous. Absolutely. Um, and so that is what I do. That is my morning job. And then I have a little bit of a break. I go to the gym maybe. I get some lunch. I pick up my daughter from school. Hopefully have some dinner with family if we're all there. And then uh, back with here. my Simon. Exactly, my angel. In the Ulala Studios. Exactly. So that's that's what you do. So that you have to double the credit because yes. you do two jobs yes. every day. Every day. And I love it though. Yeah, I love no, it. It makes me so happy. We're lucky to have you, Angie. Well, I'm so lucky to be here and, and thank you for listening to us every single night. We are so lucky to have you as well. Mm-hmm. If you need some advice, love advice, dating, romance, call us right now, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, French expert of romance and love. And life. And life. That's true. Uh, TheRendezvousShow.com. That's our website. You can send us an email. Check out uh, past episodes of Simon's FYI show. In Bed with Simon. Yes, that's up there as well. And call us anytime for advice on anything. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Dear field illinois say hello to zach hi zach bonjour zach hi 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 guys thank you so much for uh for taking the time to to answer my my uh my call i'm really i just don't have anybody to talk to about this i like you know i i broke up with my girl actually she broke up with me um you know when this happens you know like to a guy all your friends are like oh forget her she's a this and she's a that you know but it doesn't work that way you know i mean you just well i've, I've been there time time zach i mean the only really what you can do is there's two things you can do is um, minimize the number of people you talk to because that just you know, makes the scar you know bleeding and, and not you know uh, healing. The less you talk about yeah, it, because they everybody. Keep, you're right. They, yeah, they keep giving me bad. You know, like oh, they're bad mouthing her, and I'm like, I, it's that. It, yeah, hear, it's, you know, it's hard. Right. Yeah, it's hard when people badmouth somebody that you loved, you know, because that makes you feel stupid in a way. Like, oh, I was too dumb to to see what everybody else is seeing, but I loved this person. They had a place in my heart, so they're not really understanding the pain that you're going through. Yeah, because they're badmouthing exactly. a part of you. Reduce the amount of people you talk to, so the healing can start. Um, don't hesitate to go uh, if you need to go see a shrink. That can always help to talk about if it's too deep. Uh, or, 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 you know, a duck or something. And then finally, you know, work out. Yeah. I'm serious. I don't know what is. I play ping pong when I'm heartbroken. 
because there is something chemically that is released in our body mm -hmm. that brings back a little bit of joy of life. That and a chocolate mousse. <laughs> a chocolate mousse. I, yeah, I, cho uh, chocolate. No, but yeah, but yeah. but Angie, but dark chocolate brings a lot of happiness. It does. It does. It does something chemically for you too. But I I cannot uh, co-sign more on what Simon said about the exercise. It, it does release endorphins. It makes you happier. Um, you know, I when I went through my devastating breakup with my daughter's father, I turned to exercise as a way of getting through it. I suffered from horrible anxiety. I was having panic attacks. Really. Like, to the point that, where that, I almost... that's, that's what I have. That, that's what yeah. I have now, and it's just it, it's crazy. I, I I'm never I've never I've never been like that. I just it's it's crazy because I just keep thinking of stuff, and I mm -hmm. I, I go to I've, I've gone to the gym since then, and I I. I I go to the parking lot and then I turn around and come back because I have anxiety. You know, you gotta it's walk. Crazy. You gotta walk yourself in. I promise you. Like getting to the gym really is the hardest part of the workout. I know some people struggle with that, just putting on your shoes and getting in your car and going. So you were almost there, but once you get in, like hopefully you, you know, if you have your uh, your iPod or some music you can listen to to sort of get that your too. mind somewhere else and disconnect and really like just sweat it out. I don't know if you run, but running was so therapeutic to me. Then let's remember, write a love letter that you'll never send. And maybe a breakup letter, maybe. I've, I've started to write a letter. You know, I haven't sent anything, but I feel like when, when I do that, I feel like I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm actually talking to her, so it doesn't kind of help because it feels like I'm Zach. talking to her when that happens, you know? Yeah, I feel so bad. I can tell that you're just gutted by the whole situation. Oh, but my it... God, I love her so much. I love her so much. So much. I've so been sorry. there. I, I relate. And like Simon said, it's time. And I know that sounds time so cliche. Time is your best friend in a breakup. It really is. It's I know. And it, it sucks when people say that sometimes because you're like, I can't live another minute this way. But each minute that passes, uh, each know, that's day. That's what it feels like. But you guys, you guys, you guys are right. You're helping just by just talking. You know, it's just just getting it out there because I can't. You guys are at least giving me advice and you're talking to me. You know, you talk to other people and they're like, oh, just get over it. Just get over it. It doesn't work that way. It it's, doesn't it's, work that way. Yeah, get over it. I mean, don't you think if I wanted to get over it, I would be, or if I could, I would. I'm trying. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, you don't want to be this way. Do I want to be a freaking mess? I don't want to be this way. Right. Right. You know, well, if hopefully your gym is a 24-hour gym. Get off the phone with us right now. Get in your car and go in there and actually get that workout done. Get the first one done, and I promise you, you'll feel better after. I agree. Thanks, guys. I appreciate by that. it. Th thanks and for helping. And you'll look better. Sharing. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck, Zach. It's going to be A-OK. -okay. Yes. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. Thanks, Zach. If you want to call us up and talk about anything, oh, my gosh, he just broke my heart. Zach, he's so sweet. You're, he's, he's, I've been there. Andrew. We've all been there. It's the worst. It oh, is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could just hear it in his voice, right? Yeah, I could. Ugh. Zach, okay. Zach, you'll be okay. It's going to be okay. You are a strong, independent woman. No, you can do it, Zach. <laughs> but if, if you need some advice on love, maybe you're going through a breakup too, you need some help, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just ta talking to Zach, uh, who called us, who is having a really hard time going through a breakup, and it's kind of surprising that I read this. Men actually handle breakups worse than women. Is that surprising to you? It is to me because I feel like every movie you see on romance, it's always this girl who's just so sad and crying on the couch because she got dumped. And, you know, it seems like in my life, I know I've not handled breakups very well. <laughs> but what about you? Have you had breakups that were really hard to get over? 
I had two break two breakups that were very difficult. The first one was my first love, Christabel. Christabel, and your first kiss, your first love. Fir- yeah, exactly. Yes. And when she uh, separated from me because I misbehave, but I was mm, in high school. Naughty boy. No, we have been in high school. Long I was time ago. Years yes. Old. You've learned since then. But I kissed another girl. Shame on me. And you had a hard time getting over well, it. Well, because for two reasons. Because my father always said, you know, men don't cry. Mm. So I was at home. You know, and I loved her with all my heart. She told me it was over. And then, my, you know, I remember my dad said, you know, real men don't cry. Can I tell you something? Number what? one reason why men handle it worse is because of your emotions. Women are taught from a very young age to express our feelings and to be loving and kind. Men are not taught that. Men are saying you're weak if you cry. You're weak if you're showing emotions. You just nailed it. Yeah, I really mean it. So that was one. The second thing is I had nobody to talk to. I didn't want to talk to my mom. I so my brother couldn't care less. Benjamin and my sister were They're so. Like, well, whatever, get over. Yeah, it. and I didn't want to talk to anybody <laughs> at school to look weak. Right. See, that's so, that's I, I that makes perfect sense, and I really never thought about that. That's I guess why I was so surprised when I heard this. But we're gonna talk more about that. Let's. What is the best way to get over a breakup, and the other reasons why men have a really hard time? That's coming up next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, this is like groundbreaking for me mm-hmm. about how men handle breakups worse than women. And I never, ever would have suspected that. But what you said about how men are not taught to be emotional no, makes not, sense. We're not taught to be emotional. We don't know how to express it. We're, not, we're supposed not to cry or show yeah. you know, weakness. You don't get a release then. And no. so it's always pent up so in you, there. You keep the sorrows and, and the depression inside of you. It was I, I suffered tremendously at the time. That's crazy. Well, there's other reasons, but that was the number one reason. Another one is that you're creatures of habit, men are. It's usually much more of a task for them to switch out of a certain mind state. It's the routine. You've been with this person every day. Yeah. You're more you know, into that mindset. And the rejection energy. I mean, I, I think the physical rejection. Oh, la, la, it's la, la, la. That's not a guru, la, la. That's oh, la, la. That's like, oof, la, la. Exactly. Like, it hurts. Like it. Yeah. it hurts. Uh, attachment, since men handle emotions differently, this means that um, when you allow yourself to finally be open and fall in love, you often fall very hard. Whereas women, you know, we are. That's a question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you think when you fell in love, the first love of your life, how... All the way in. Right. Every love, every time I've been in love, it's been all the way in because I believe in jumping in with both feet. Me too. How did you pick up the pieces when someone broke your heart for the first time? I have a saying. It says the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. No. (laughs) Is that not right? (laughs) I heard that saying, but when you, is that what you did? Uh, No, you know, I probably did the same thing as everyone else. I cry a lot. I vent to my friends. I believe there was many episodes of Sex in the City and many bottles of wine that went along with it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, eventually every day gets easier. It does. Time is your best friend in a breakup. The best ally Time. That is absolutely right. Okay, so are you going through a breakup? How are you getting over it? We'll talk to you about it. Give us a call, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Simon Marcel, French relationship expert. Yes. I am Angie Taylor. And, you know, you can call us anytime. Phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We've got some relationship advice for you. And we have some relationship advice for our caller right now. It's Nina. Say hello to Nina from New Orleans. Hey, Nina. Bonjour, Nina. Hey, guys. How are you? We're Good. good. What's going on with you, Nina? Well, I am recently single after four years. 
um, with uh, with my ex, and I'm still not quite over him, but I just, I really do. I just miss being with a man. I miss the touch and the intimacy mm-hmm. and basically mm-hmm. the hookup. Yeah, and so that's pretty much all that I want at this point. But how do how do I get that that out? Do I just tell men that bluntly that I just want to hook up or no? No. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for calling. Bye. No. Nina. Seriously, um, you just want to ha- you just want to have the sex, but you don't want to have the relationship. Simon, how does a girl do this without coming off as I don't know easy? No, listen. All you gotta do is is you go just to be a, bar. a girl. Yes. Right? Listen. Privilege of the wonderful women out there. You just go out and somebody's gonna hit on you, and you don't have to make a big deal. You guys, you know, gonna hook up, right? And you don't have to make a, a big statement of commitment. And, and then, it, what do you do when it's over, though? Because then there's well, the whole okay, so I'll see you later and call me. Like, well, what is she supposed to say that? If you don't want to see him again, you don't want to make love to him again, you just say you're so busy with work that you will reach out to him when things are, you know, calmer. And that's it because everybody understands that, you know, works come first for so many of us that it's okay. So you don't ha- – please do not say to a man up front, you know, I, I'm just here for the hookup yeah. because he's going to disrespect you. I wouldn't do that either. I also um, – you know, at the end of the date, if you want to see him again or not, I would take his phone number – so that way you're in control of that situation. If you do want to call him again, you can. But okay. this way he doesn't have your number where he's constantly blowing up your phone saying, when are we going to get together again? Um, so that way you have control. If you want to see him, you do. If you don't, whatever. On to the next. Yes. But safely. Okay. Remember. Safety. Uh, if you get my drift. <laughs> safely. Safe, safe, safe. But have fun. Yes. But I understand that feeling, girl. You just need the weight of a man on you without the <laughs> drama of the man in your life. I get it. Exactly. Angie, don't get smiling like this. <laughs> what do you Ooh, mean? Oh, Angie, the smile. <laughs> oh, please. Good luck to you, girl. <laughs> Good luck to you, Nina. <laughs> Thank you. We'll take your calls. We'll take your emails anytime. TheRendezVousShow.com. That's where you can email us or call us for some advice, just like Nina did. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just talked to Nina, who had a breakup. Um, You know, she's going through it. She thinks that rebounding is the way to go with someone else. Let's talk about some ways to get over a breakup. You know, I told you my crazy way, but the wine and the the girlfriends and the other dudes. But there are better ways. Um, Number one here, either block or unfriend your ex on Facebook because stalking your ex on social media will not help. I agree. Absolutely. You're keeping yourself in that space with that person you don't want to look no more look no more listening no more stalking no more social media no. with you exit he has or she has to go yes exactly and number two if you feel an impulse to get drunk alone call some friends instead our assistant producer Jordan just said that, that that's what he did like I would get drunk and just call my buddies and that would help me get over it do you, uh, do you you're not so a drinker I, no, so, drink, so so you don't have I that I don't do that but I, I would play ping pong instead so what I do is you know, physical, yeah, physical mm-hmm. workout, ping pong, anything, and then that release of energy that helps the depression. Well, that's actually number four. It says start some kind of intense rage based workout routine. I guess ping pong's not really rage, but it but can be. It can be. It, it you can be. well, with you, it definitely can be. You get those armbands out and your special paddle, and it's the wristbands. on. Stop blaming yourself, please. Stop blaming yourself. Because well, especially, I know women, we internalize it. What did we do wrong? Were we not pretty enough? Were we not thin enough? Were and we you, not... what if you did something wrong? Well, I've done something wrong. I never have. Times. I mean, it's never been my fault. Obviously, the person was doing something wrong. No, I have done things wrong. And that's 
the the torture of beating yourself up is hard. Guilt it's is a form guilt. of hate, by the way. Ooh, the yes. guilt self-hate. and the self-loathing. Yes. And then number nine, my favorite one, hook up with someone else. <laughs> the whole getting under someone to get over someone might be just what you it, need to move on. validation. But you got to show no depression. You got to be a bit of joy of life. Yes. Which, if you don't drink, it's not easy. I agree. Right? I agree. Well, so. we're going to go next to our bag of emails for bonjour, it's Simon time Marcel. For bonjour, Simon Marcel. Somebody else needs your help. Let's get to that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. All right, so listen, we had a caller who was talking about, she went through a breakup. Mm-hmm. Now she wants to just rebound with some dudes. But how do you know if you're the rebound person? Like a lot of times you'll meet somebody and maybe you want to get in a relationship. You don't want to be a rebound and you don't want to get stuck in that zone. Here's how you find out. Okay. You will know you're in a rebound relationship if he just got out of a relationship. Sure. He might be dealing with a recent and break up, but that doesn't mean that you're the rebound, but it's smart to proceed with caution if they just got out of a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You heard that his last relationship was very serious. I would always be very nervous to date somebody that just got out of like a five-year relationship and it's three weeks later. I would know yeah. what I was there for, what my purpose was. True. Uh, the guy that's always in a relationship. Some people, for whatever reason, have to be paired up at all times, which means they almost instinctively grab someone right after a, brad, a bad breakup. Right. So you don't want to be a part of that pattern. Um, he's got a major event, and he needs a date. Like, if you just started dating <laughs> a guy... And a week later, he's like, oh, yeah, my brother's getting married. I'm the best man. I need a date. That's a little bit too much. You might be the rebound. Absolutely. And also a big warning sign is if his friends don't want to get to know you because they know that they're never going to see you again. That's a big sign. There's another sign that only men probably know is that when you're on the rebound, you're more mechanical in bed. You're more mechanical. Ah. You do not have the sweetness because your sweetness has been broken. By the the breakup. So that's you, such a good point because you're not going to invest all that emotion. You just don't have the emotions in you because your heart is broken. You're like a robot. So you're, so you're mechanical in the way you kiss, in the way you are. You're not romantic. You're not so caring. Um, stuff like that. After the ulala, usually when you're left alone. Mm, and is- so all the signs that us men feel when we have a heart broken and we can, it's like a revenge run and that's what you have to be careful for that is a great point i didn't even think of that Mm -hmm. okay so let's talk about some more things about rebounding breakups how to get over them all of that that's coming up next on the rendezvous with simon and angie you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, my favorite part of the show, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonjour with Simon Marcel. Yes, it's time for that. It's time for the emails. I love it. You can email us anytime at therendezvousshow.com. We will read your email. We get so many for you, Simon. This one comes mm-hmm. from Michaela from Richmond, Virginia. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Michaela. I'm getting married next year, and I just started shopping for my wedding dress. My fiancé asked me if he could come with me because he wants to make sure that he likes the dress I pick. Mm. Should I let him, or do you think it's bad luck? What do you think, Simon? Well, first of all, I'm superstitious, and we all know it's uh, a bad luck thing to do. Yes. So I say, Makila, tell him not to come with you and, and to trust you. Um, it is your private choice. It is the dress of your lifetime. It is something that only women do. I, they pick up the dress like this. So I say, Makila, be straight and tell him like it is. I don't know any woman 
that would want her man to see the dress before I he agree. actually shows up. Can I tell you, it was the one of the most fun things about wedding planning was picking out that dress and having that secret. And when those doors open, seeing his face and being like, yeah, got him. And, you know, I was so excited. You and your girlfriends, right? And, Usually, It was my mother, right. my sister, yeah. and my best friend. Right. Yes, That's it was it. perfect. And they have a saying on Say Yes to the Dress. It says, don't let the wolf into the hen house. He shouldn't oh, be there. Nice, exactly. Yeah, so we agree. We agree. However, I overheard Miss Jill, our producer, and I am oh, shocked. Oh, Miss Jill. What, what? what? What is what is your thought? I on actually that? think it is a good idea to have the groom come with you to pick out the dress. Why? Um, because I want him to like what I'm wearing. It's not like he's going to see what my makeup and my hair looks like. Everything will be we know put what together. your makeup and your hair look like. We don't know what the dress looks like. I just think men get left out of weddings a lot, and that's a big thing. That's Jill. their choice usually, because it's- my husband was so involved in the wedding, and he's so happy he didn't see the dress. But don't you want that to be a big surprise? I mean, I just think it doesn't need to be a surprise. We're not, you know, like five years old. Yeah, Come but... On. But, oh, hold on, Jill. What if you and him cannot agree on the dress? Oh, then think what? We, I mean, I would want to make him happy, right? So I want him to pick something that he likes wow. for me you to wear. Would, but wouldn't you want to love it? I would. I think I would love it, too. But I would love it more if he picked it. Ooh. And he was like, this you is my like, woman on are, my day. This there are is what some I want people, her to look like. Yeah, there are some people that feel that way, that they're more um, consumed with making sure that their husband really loves what they're wearing. And I understand that. But don't you think that you're so beautiful, Jill, and anything that you pick would look amazing? And he's probably thinking that more than anything. I mean, I'm sure that is part of it. But I just feel like, why not involve him? We're getting married together. Mm -hmm. We're presenting ourselves as a couple. I'm going to have a say in what he wears. So why did you have a say in what your husband wore? I did not because he wanted that experience of surprising me as well. Ah. And he went and had a custom suit made, and that was fun for him. He got sort of the female experience on the male like tip of that. But so you're telling Michaela, yeah, go ahead, let him. Yes, let him. Wait a minute. You are from an Italian traditional family. Your your family would not allow it. Italian, and that's the answer? I'd never do what my family says. So what if you did to say yes to the dress and they said no wolves in the hen house? I would go I would go somewhere else. I wouldn't go to Kleinfeld. (laughs) We gotta talk to Mama. Wow, that's amazing. I know know her parents. I'll talk to them. Yeah. Some people are, are like that though and that's really sweet that you want to involve him on that level. I think there's other ways you can involve him and say can that I be for honest, a surprise. Angie, I have never heard except a wonderful, lovely producer Jill here say something like that. Well, our, wonder, our wonderful producer Jill is also very independent and very, you know, she is she has but, her ways and that's what's up and I love that I know, about her though. Just that she would give in to Craig's, you know, a, a choice of when it comes to wedding dress. I know how bussy she can be. Right. I am surprised. Mm-hmm. But it's, fair hey, we learn things so every day. It's a case by case. But right. you know, for me, I would not even think. So Michaela, I mean, you can listen to me and Angie, we agree, or you can go like Jill and say, you know Listen to me and Simon. Yes, listen to don't listen to Jill. I don't listen she's to crazy. Jill. She's crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. There's a reason she's not on. There's a reason she's the producer. <laughs> <laughs> we're kidding, we're kidding, we're kidding. Thanks for your letter, Michaela. So there's lots of and superstitions. Congrats. Yes, and congrats. Thank you, Simon. There's mm-hmm. lots of superstitions about weddings, like the dress one. Yeah. Let's get into some of those. I mean, I had a wedding a few years ago. Jill is gonna have a wedding where everybody knows everything that's going on, apparently. And Let's talk about yeah, that. And there is a famous question about wedding. Yes. Could, you know, make yes. of before or not. Not the wedding. Ooh, I like it. We'll talk about all of that next on The Rendezvous.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Jill just blew our mind, breaking that wedding superstition. I, listen, I, I know uh, her love, wonderful family. I met them while filming in bed with Simon. I am surprised she's from a traditional Italian family from the East Coast. Right. And she said, right, that yes. she would like her man to not only be there to pick up the dress, have a huge say, and if he doesn't like it, she's not. She's going to switch her wedding dress. That's it. That's crazy. That's, You're not supposed to let them you. see you. That's one of the big, that is big superstition number one with weddings. A lot of American superstitions go into play in weddings. Let's talk about yeah. those. Uh, a bride wearing something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Have you heard that superstition? I quelque chose de bleu. Yeah, yes. yeah, in French, same. Uh, I, I did that at my wedding. I, I forgot what everything was. My borrowed was I wore my maid of honors, one of her rings. She borrowed me her ring to wear, like as a piece of jewelry. Jewelry okay. with my uh, outfit. Um, the old, oh, the old. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Um, my husband's mother passed uh, like two years before we were married. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry. And she had, um, she loved butterflies, and she had a necklace with a butterfly on it. And um, in my wedding bouquet of flowers, I had the butterfly necklace wrapped into it. Um, oh, so that was my, my old. Oh, I'm crying. Um, and I have to move on. So the next one is uh, throwing the bouquet to the guests at the wedding. I did not do this. Um, I was when I was married. I you was, did not do this. No, Nobody did it. No, but I didn't why? do it because I was 35, and most of my guests were of my age and married. So there wasn't really a lot of single young girls. Is there that anyway. the reason why? You, if yes, you have because, a lot of girls in the 20s, you would have done it. Yeah, because the, whoever catches it, the, supposedly the next to get married, but everybody was already married. Oh, the wedding. See, now I got all choked up. Yeah, you're very emotional, but it's okay because we, we appreciate that part of you, you know, oh, all that big heart. and I love you. You, know, you guys so, are so sweet to me. Uh, Thank you. Oh, my God. When Jill, um, our producer, is crying too, yeah. usually. Oh, you are? I'm when, so well, sorry. Well, as you know, when you start crying, oh. we all start crying. When Mama cries, we all, Jordan's e- crying. Exactly. Thank yeah. you for allowing me to be vulnerable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Simon, let's yes. do something fun next. Get me out of this funk coming up next we're going to do another round of date or dump or dump yeah stay tuned it's the rendezvous Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. It's our favorite part of the show. Date or... Dump. Date or dump. If you send us an email, you have a question about somebody you're dating, you don't know what to do. Should you go on? Should you dump them? Therendezvousshow.com. That's where you send us your emails. Let's go to this one. Megan from Kansas City, Missouri. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, Uh, the guy I'm dating is really sweaty all the time. And it kind of grosses me out. This is hilarious. It's sweating so bad, like he just ran a marathon. I know it's not his fault. He's the nicest guy, but the sweat is out of control. Should I date him or should I dump him? Well, this is an aesthetic oh. thing, Simon. Oh, I already know the answer. You have to date him and and maybe go see the specialist for sweating issues, stuff like that. You I know, know what? So I know somebody who do? has a sweating problem. Okay. And they go get Botox shots under their armpits. I heard that. And I, it helps. It, tremendously. I had a friend of mine. His hand was so sweaty. It was embarrassing when he was in high school. Mm. He could, it was, and then he did the, those shots you mentioned. Yeah. And it stopped drastically. It was so. I nobody should ever get dumped. You know, because they're sweaty. Something can be done, and it's the right thing to do. Yeah, if it's something you can fix, the guy is a nice guy. Megan, come on. Date him. Date him. Love him. Date him and get some towels and get some... uh... (laughs) He's a realist. 
<laughs> yes, I'm being the, real. You yeah. just heard Angie. Get Sorry some about that. Get him a sweatband, maybe a couple for his wrist. No, seriously. Do what Simon said. There's so many yes. ways that you can fix it. Hyperhidrosis. Is that what it's called? The sweating? Yeah, but the, yeah, I'm a medical professional. You, you are, and, and you, <laughs> I'm and, not. No, no, I know. But you, you should Google that and and where to stop the sweating, and you'll find plenty of stuff. Yeah, that's so, some, something. It's a simple fix. Don't throw the. But in all honesty, I understand why it can get in the way if you don't treat it. Yeah, Somebody for sure. Sweaty, it, it, the person is uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. Right. So it's something just to talk about among adults. Go see the doctor and get the right shots and or whatever the doctor says or take a pill or something. I like I like it, Simon. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. If you need advice, you can give us a call to 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We love taking your calls and getting your emails. If you want to email us at any time, therendezvousshow.com or call us up, 855-905-8255. Simon, we do have somebody on the phone right now. Oh, good. Let's go to Jersey, Dirty Jers. Here's Lou from New Jersey. Hey, Lou. Hi, Lou. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? What's your question? I'm seeing this lady now. We've been going out for a couple weeks. And she finally invited me into her place, and it was just horrible. Like, it was stuff everywhere. Mm. Like, when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Like, before I sat down, I had to move some papers into another chair to sit down. (laughs) Okay. Are we talking, like, hoarder situation, or are we just saying a little messy? From what I can see of the house, I think it was hoarder. Like, because it was stuff in there. Like, I looked in the room, and I saw, like, two VCRs in, like, her den. Like, when like to walk into two her VCRs. house, like, there was a room. Yeah, like, there was a room What, did she left. got, like, a museum it, of old-timey I, electronics I, going on there? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I looked to my left, and I'm just like, is that a VCR? Okay, that's a VCR. Like, it just, it shocked me. Because I haven't seen one of those since and I was forever. a kid. And to, like, yeah. see one, it was like, why do you have two of them? And then, like, her kitchen had, like, uh, it, it, she Stuff had pots and she was, like, they were her grandmother's and she's keeping them for sentimental value. I'm like, but that's, you, you can't even see the Teflon on the pot anymore. There's an old like, saying, Lou, that says a, a cluttered house is a cluttered soul. Or you can take my mom's advice where she always says a dirty house means you have dirty vagina. So... <laughs> <laughs> take that okay. take that as you will. Simon, what do you say? What can I say after that, Angie? <laughs> I don't I'll know. Just, I I'll think go- it's a sign of other things. Listen, no, yeah. Uh, my, my sister who's a shrink said that the inside of your house is the inside of your subconscious. Right. So I think that's what my mom was trying to right. say, really. So we're just, we're just, <laughs> all right, so, but, but here's the thing. Is this woman lovely, charming, as, as has a good heart or not? Everything, everything is fine. Like, everything is great. Like, we have great conversation. The dates are fine. We go out. We have fun. We laugh. Um, we just went um, um, miniature golfing, and it was, it was like, the best time I've ever. I haven't had that fun mini golfing so, in years. And then, like, she was like, hey, do you want to come back, like come up? And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I didn't, you know, I'm thinking, hey, we about to have some fun. And then I walked in the house, and I was well, instantly turned off. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know if it was, like, if I don't want to classify it as a hoarder. Or maybe she was just messy and forgot to clean we, up. But, but listen, to me, yeah. if you know you're going to invite me up, 
Right, you should have a clean house. I agree with you. But but can we can we can we give a chance to love a little bit? I mean, she has two VCRs. She has this. This she has two VCRs. Who doesn't want a girl with two VCRs? Exactly. Where do you even buy like movies from on tape? Like that's not even possible anymore. Yeah, but I try to buy an A track. But unless you don't like the girl and you're using those excuses to get rid of her, I would keep a girl like this if she's lovely, charming, you have a best time. I mean, let's not judge people on VCRs or DVD players yeah, I mean, and stuff like that. I agree with Simon in, in a little bit because you have been going out for a couple of weeks and you're saying that it's been going great and you love everything I mean, about it's her. Amazing. Can you just like hire her some kind of maid service maybe to to clean up the house and see if this is a pattern? Maybe she just. I don't know. Or go on eBay and sell the VCRs, and she can make some money of it. <laughs> the, the night, the night was great. Like when we was at her house, we didn't do anything. We just watched the, we watched the movie, and that was it. And on the VCR, I mean, I, you know, we kissed and I said goodbye, and that was it. And she just was like, she had a really great time. I said I did as well, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking for something long term. Wait a minute, I have one thing. If how many times I've been to a wonderful woman house, went to a closet, saw six million pair of shoes. Oh yeah. All right. I did not say she was a hoarder. I was glad. Well, and, that's shoes. Well, okay, that's so this, different. This, this girl has two VCR, and we've got Lucy. Oh my God, she's a hoarder. If and you, you have pa- newspapers dating back to the Reagan administration, and you have VCRs <laughs> in your house, like there's no reason for any of that. I, I'm not worried about it, but I mean, I think if we talk about really the shoes questions about women who have. 60, 100 pair of shoes. That's a fashion thing. It's different, Simon. It doesn't bother me, but I don't think Lou should get bothered by two VCR. Okay, Lou. There's always something otherwise. I mean, it sounds like she's amazing everywhere else, and that's really what matters. I think so. Yeah, and I don't want to end this because it's it's literally everything is amazing. I'm just, I don't know. I I think I'm just looking too far into, like, the future. Like, it it might just be a case where maybe she has somebody's sandwich or something. Down the road, as your relationship grows, it's something that you can uh, talk about and work out together, hopefully. Lou. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye, Lou. Have a great night. Oh, gosh, good luck with that. Um, more, to ch- more, <laughs> more to listen to. We're going to talk about uh, more relationship everything. I'm so, like, put off by that last call. <laughs> I'm just imagining the dirty house. Uh, TheRendezvousShow.com for all your emails, and you can call us anytime, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel, bonjour. Bonsoir. Even bonne nuit, Angie Taylor. Oh, yes. It's almost now, you know. Bonne nuit. Bonne That's nuit. right. Yes, we're well, so late now. We had a fabulous nuit. We talked about a lot <laughs> of things, uh, like how to get over a breakup, which yes. is never easy. We took some calls on that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, wedding superstitions. We learned a little something crazy about our producer, Jill, um, which I am still shocked about. Yes. Wanting the man to be in the room when she's picking out the wedding dress. From an Italian traditional gal. I don't know who this woman is like anymore. Our producer, Jill, that was quite surprising. Yes. We talked to a woman who is dating somebody that's uh, sweaty. <laughs> so it's, oh. it's been an amazing show. But I loved your Simon Says tonight. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, how do you know if a man is on the rebound? And I said, man's sweetness is broken by the breakup. And he has nothing more to give, sweet, romantic, or poetic. That's how you know if you're a rebound person, because they are broken by the breakup. And without sweetness, you're only mechanical. Ah. Don't ever forget that. Yes. When a man acts like mechanically in the Robot. ooh-la-la, yeah. robotic, 
is on the rebound. You can tell he's somewhere else. Absolutely, mm. because you're upset and you have nothing left in your heart to be romantic and sweet. Well, if you are broken by your breakup, we want to talk to you anytime. You can do it at therendezvousshow.com. Send us an email mm-hmm. if you need advice. Always at 855-905-8255. This has been The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.